This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market The biggest battle we will ever have to face is the battle between you and you. It's the battle of taking your mind to that limit and then breaking through. On the Mindful Experiment podcast, we will share concepts, universal laws, and interviewing individuals who have done just that, who have gone through the dark times and through those moments, allowed their light to shine bright. I'm your host, Dr. Rick Manzo, and I want to thank you for listening to the podcast and taking this journey with me as we discover different avenues to break through those limits, expand your reality, and evolve into the person you desire to be. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, this is Dr. Vic, and you are listening to The Mindful Experiment. This is our weekly live Facebook Live uh, podcast that we do on my private Facebook group, Empowered Living with Dr. Vic. If you have not um, become a member, come join us over there and have some fun, have a discussion. You can join me live, have a, ask questions, comments, and so much more every Tuesday, 7 a.m. Central Time, um, where we discuss things. And we're still on the series of my new book, A Walk in the Dark. Uh, this new book is um, something that's pivotally changing the perspective of the darkness that we face, the challenges and the stresses and why they come up, why they show every single time. And it's really um, it's really a movement. It's a conscious movement. It's a shift. And I'm really excited about this book. And if you've been listening and tuning in, I hope you are. If you got a free copy of it, very excited for you 
Um, if you haven't, you can get a free copy of my book. All you have to do is go pay attention in the show notes. Um, I'll put a link in the comments here, but you can go ahead and literally you can get a free copy. All you do is cover shipping and handling. It basically covers my cost and you can go ahead and have the book to enjoy. This episode, we're going to dive into the cause of suffering. That's right, the cause. Now, when I was going to write this chapter, I, I was like, okay, what is the one cause to suffering? What is the one thing in, in life that will cause all our suffering? It will cause things to be turmoil. It will cause things to be extremely frustrating. It will cause more darkness. It will keep you in the dark uh, without learning the lessons um, and so much more. And I, and I really, this was a big task, but I really felt um, and it's my longest chapter, actually, over 6,000 words. But it's one of the things where I really wanted to attack this and really put it in perspective so you can have a better understanding of how you create your own suffering even more, okay? How you actually make things worse than what they should be. And it's okay. I do it too. We all do that. It's human nature. But I share tips in the chapter about how you can minimize that and actually have it more of a flow. You see, and this inspired me because I've had teachers and mystics that I've learned and met over the time that were always childlike. Like they were, you know, I'd be like, there's no way you're like this all the time. And they weren't, but they were always seeing things in a different realm. They saw stuff in a way that didn't really bother them. It didn't shift them that much. And I was like, man, how do I get there? How can I be that person? And so this is where this chapter kind of got my inspiration from in sharing that. And I start off right in the bat with Lance Armstrong. Pain is temporary. It may last a minute, an hour, or a day, or a year, but eventually it'll subside and something else will take its place. But if you, if I quit, however, it lasts forever. And that quote sums up the darkness. You see, if you avoid the darkness in your life in some way, shape, or form, and you quit going to stay in it, and instead you start to avoid it, it will be there forever. The wisdom, the lessons, the freedom, the, the empowerment, the inspiration, the fulfillment that you seek, the bliss, the happiness, all those things, all of those things will not exist. It will not happen unless you go into the dark. And I talk about how the dark in the beginning of this chapter, I talk about how the dark's going to be showing up. I show about how, um, you know, good again cannot exist without evil. Cold cannot exist. A hot could not exist without cold. And I go through the laws of duality a little bit. But then I talk about over the past 12 years that there's only one reason why we suffer out of all the things that I studied. And if you've, I'll give you one hit. If you read my book, uh, you've read it or you've been listening, I always say I put a quote that sums up the chapter. And then I always put us, I put a symbol in my book to reference what's the purpose of it. What's the message I'm trying to convey? And I'm big into symbolisms, not that I'm a master of it, but I know that, um, you know, uh, humans, human civilizations, they use symbols for a lot of things. And symbols are an extremely high vibration because it's not just what it is for a word. A symbol can mean a ton of different things. It has a lot of meaning behind it. And there can be hidden stuff behind that. So it's kind of interesting. But 
the biggest thing that I have learned in my life and that I've seen, and when I'm coaching with individuals, when I'm working with patients, when I'm doing all these things, the biggest thing that I've learned is that the biggest reason why you have suffering is because of something called resistance. You know, as Armstrong said, pain is temporary. Avoiding the dark is like saying you'll never retake a breath or need to eat again, right? You're going to face the dark. It's coming just like you have to eat again, just like you have to shower, just like you have to brush your teeth, uh, if you do those things. But it's one of those things where you're going to have to do these things. It's going to come. And resistance is something that it's like comes from the quote, what you resist persists, right? What you resist will persist. And so it's the things in your life that you keep resisting that's only going to grow and become stronger. And I talk about how resistance makes things worse. I talk about how it, to control the volume when sufferings go through it. You, the more you resist, the more suffering you're going to go through, right? But it's one of those things that will, the more you resist, the more you make things bigger. It's like, I want you to think of resistance as putting fuel, gasoline on a fire right? The fire can be something small. You can maintain it. You can handle it. You can take care of it and then move forward. But when you resist, you're going to put gasoline on there. And now you're making that fire way bigger than it should be. Okay. And I talk a little bit about the mind and the tape and how we play it over and over again. And something may happen and affected us. And I go through this little bit of a process. Again, um, I take only snippets because I don't take away a lot from the book because I highly recommend reading the book. There's a lot of stories, there's flow, and there's a lot of things that come through there. But I talk about as a chiropractor and how I studied many different forms of healing arts. I've done, you know, energy healing. I've done um, different studies nutritionally, um, uh, energetic healing, um, variety of bizarre, cool, crazy things that are really cool. Um, but what I've learned is how emotions and subtle bodies of these emotions become trapped within our body and our subconscious mind. And I've seen time and time again where I've worked with someone to release an emotion, how much it massively shifts their life. And I, I do this with, you know, with coaching in a sense. I'm not saying I'm an emotional healer coach. I'm not saying that at all. Um, but I do work with people through processes and different techniques to help um, become more aware of that type of stuff. Because I talk a little bit about the subconscious mind and how that 95% of the time you're letting you're leading your life with your subconscious mind. That means only 5% of the time you're conscious, literally. And, um, and, 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 and somebody in the... And some molecular biologists in the field of genetics are starting to say that we actually, our, our subconscious mind, we lead it now by 99%, which means that you only are conscious 1%. It's kind of crazy. And so there's a lot of things here that, because, you know, it's just that we're a machine and we're constantly running all the time and we're not being as aware. And I talk about this whole process behind it. Now, I know I'm kind of being a little vague here because it does take away a little bit from the book. But the thing I want to bring does is that I'll, I'll share this part. I'll read right from it. This is unreal because we're just a machine that reacts and responds in ways without ever being fully aware of what indeed is occurring in their lives. It's like a movie continues to play over and over again and rarely one to 5% of the time. Is there ever something different? Does this sound exciting to you? Does this bring more or or less less in your life to know that the same experience is happening day in and day out and the chance of you experiencing something different is is one to 5%. Doesn't sound exciting, right? It doesn't sound exciting for me. The truth is, it doesn't have to be this way, guys. And the science is showing that we can tap into our subconscious, change the script, but we have to dive into these concepts. And I started to dive into this about the program mind again. You heard me say this before earlier in the book, zero to seven. That's the program mind. I explain why a little bit more. I get deeper into this about the brain waves and how that happens and theta and how we get programmed and where the the, the, the impressionable mind is at and so much more. Um, 
you know, and I, and I talk about some examples with that, but women being, I just throw some examples in there. Um, and I talked a little bit about my scarcity thinking, and I talked about how I grew up with a lot of scarcity, poverty mindset thinking. And, 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 and one of the things I teach when I'm coaching with individuals, I always say that, and this is something for you guys, I always like to give some tidbits away. Um, I'm all about sharing value. And if you find the value very valuable to you and it helps you, and then you're like, you know what, how else I can get more of this? That's where coaching comes in. That's where, and I call that mentorship. Um, we work on the mindset. But it's one of those things where the aspect of, um, you know, poverty and scarcity mindset that I grew up with, you know, was that really me? Right? Think about those negative belief systems that you have. Think about those belief systems that don't support you, that don't help you thrive, that don't help you level up to the next level, that don't let you experience the things that you desire. Is that really you? Are those voices in your head you? Okay. Think of something that you want to achieve that you're not getting to, but let's say you're going to, let's say next year, you're going to double your business. Let's say you're going to find the love of your life. Let's say next year, you're going to repair your family issues that you have going on. Let's say you're going to change your health around, but then you have that little negative voice that comes around, right? Right after the doubter. Been there? Have that? I know I have. Whose voice is that? Is that really you? Or is that someone else? And you see what happens is as a kid, you think that those voices are you because it sounds like you. It comes from the same. It sounds it's, it's your voice. It's your words. It's your choices. It's you. It's, it's you in all aspects. But the problem is it's not you at all. It's a mask. It's a false identity. It's your ego, as we talked about earlier. And what ends up happening is, is that now all of a sudden you think this is truth. And you live that truth. And until you face that and break that mode and challenge it, that will be your life. And that's kind of scary. Now, it's scary because for me, I say that because you miss out. It's scary because then you don't realize it. And some people may say, ah, this is a bunch of BS, you know, this and that. You don't understand. If you know what I know and understand what I understand about the mind, the ego is the most, it's smarter than you. It will always outwit you every single time. It always will. That's why you have to be more conscious. Okay. And I share some stories about my scarcity and poverty mindset that I had, you know, and what I went through. And, and it's interesting because, and it's nothing faulted to my culture or my family or my friends that I grew up with because a lot of them have that too. And, you know, I realize in life, there's a lot of people that have that. Um, and, and the thing is you can break away, right? And the more that I've been breaking away from it, the more freedom I've been having from a financial standpoint. Now, finances, if you read my book and read my other book, you know that I, I talk a lot about that because for me, you know, I saw my parents struggle growing up, you know, financially. And it, it was a pain that I took from them that I never wanted to experience. And I was going to do everything in my power to not experience that. So one thing, it was my darkness, but it's also my light because I appreciate that experience because now I use that to make sure I don't ever create that experience and I'm going to create something different. But I talk a lot about how to help with, you know, breaking through the subconscious and different techniques and things that you can do and how do you change it and what's the process. And again, I'm not going to take that. This, this takes away from the value of the chapter in the book, guys. So again, if you really want to dive in and really grab this, go get my book. It's what is it? I think it's like $7.95 is all you're paying for shipping and handling. And again, you get the book completely for free. Um, and I talk about different concepts and I talk about different things in my book. I talk about different processes. And, and again, this is a lot of different stories I connect 
And I'm being really raw with you guys at this point, and I'm sharing a lot of different things um, and how the subconscious and how to break through and what I had to do. And then um, I talk about that, you know, I, I share about it wasn't always fun in the dark times, but I just declare and knew that things were going to happen in experience. And I said, because as we stated before, the universe is always flowing towards you, all the love and infinite wishes you have requested from the universe. It is still giving you all that you desire. And the only way to not experience this is by resisting it. Hence, this is why I know all the suffering is caused by resistance because if the universe is genuinely sharing the love with you at all times and you don't feel it. It is not because it's not, isn't there. It's because you're not open to receiving it. Have you ever said, and I love this, why have, why, why have you done this to me? God, why have you done this to me? Or why is this happening? God, why don't you speak to me or give me a sign? I know I've asked these questions many times. I'm literally reading right from my book, guys. Um, but I have learned that, you know, through experiences in my various studies, um, God, the universe, all oh, that's always working for you. I think, it's, I think it's Gabriel Bernstein that said the, the universe always has your back. And I didn't even know she was saying that until some of my, my clients uh, told me about it. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. Um, but it was kind of cool because, you know, other people are getting that too. Um, but it's one of those things you, you, if you keep, you're in a flow and you resist, you're in a flow and then you resist, you're in a flow and then you resist. And it's one of those things in life um, that if you continue to resist, you, you're going to create more of the things of the issues that go on. And so, you know, it's like when I talk again, a lot of examples in this chapter. So, and I don't, again, I don't want to take away from the book. Um but I share the something in here that, you know, I, I shared something really intimate and personal about um, one of my mom's friends who passed. And it was it was she was she was like a, she was like a guardian angel to me. I mean, literally, I was a, I was a teenage kid with a lot of raging emotions. Um, I had my daddy issues. I had all these different things. And it was one of those things that she always would give me a, be a beacon of light for me. Like she would always say, like, I remember one time my mom said something. I got so frustrated because I wanted just I wanted my freedom. And I felt like my power was always being taken away. And my, not that my parents did that. They may have done it unconsciously, but, and she would always be like, you know, honey, sometimes parents don't really understand or realize what they do and how they, you know, how they do things. And then your parents are very loving. And she would always say your parents are loving and amazing individuals. And she, she's the one of the reasons they're together uh, or forced them to get, forced my dad to marry my mom. But it was one of those things I share a little bit about her. And, and, but she was this individual that she can smile and she would light up a room. I mean, she was really an angel, um, her presence has definitely been missed, uh, especially for me. Uh, it was very sad to see her go, um, but she was a fantastic, fantastic person to be around. But I share this story, and this is something. I, and but when she passed away, it was a tough time for many people. And the one that was the hardest was her husband. And her husband took a long time to recover from that. Her husband took a. It, it took him a while, and when I mean a while, a couple of years. And. What I started to learn is that, you know, a lot of people are like, okay, it's been six months. You should move on. It should be a year. You should move on, you know? And I was always like, man, you know, I don't know why he isn't moving on. I don't get it. Like, I know eventually you have to just make that move. But I took that and I started looking at it from different perspectives. And, and one of the things is that everyone, everyone heals in different time frames, right? This was, I think this was the beginning of me understanding the healing process in the chiropractor in a vitalistic way um, because I wasn't looking to be a chiropractor at this time. And it was one of those things where I started to learn that everyone has their own healing process. Right. And I learned this as much as I started to practice chiropractic because I saw this on an individual. Why is it some patients that I work with, excuse me, that I work with will um, all of a sudden within, you know, a couple months be back. Awesome. And why some take six months to a year. And is it that chiropractic doesn't work for some 
or is just their healing journeys on different timelines? And what I learned, it was different timelines. And I, I share about like, you know, when someone experienced death, what we thought, what we taught is to shut the process and move on, right? You go through death, you go, okay, I got to grieve, right? Okay, I got to grieve, let me grieve. And then you have like, okay, after a week, you're like, all right, I got to move on. And, 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 and then you just got to keep moving on and moving forward. And it's one, of, I, I kind of disagree with this because I really believe that you're not really diving into the dark. And I'll talk a lot about this because um, I shared some different examples in the book again. But, you know, when, when it comes to like death, for me, I always sit in it. Like when my grandfather passed, I, I sat in that. When my, one of my best buds passed at 25, um, you know, I sat with that and, 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 and really just soaked in and really said, man, what did he, what, what, you know, what was the great times? What did I learn from this individual? What, what can I learn from this to help myself be better? What gifts are they leaving? Right. And I love saying that. And, and um, when, when someone passes, I'm always like, what's the gifts are they leaving for me? You know, cause I really believe that when someone dies, there's a lot of things that are good that comes out of that. Yeah. I know they're not here physically anymore, but there's a lot of good that's going to come for the living. And it, it is a lot of lessons you can learn. And there's a lot of things that you can grow from. And it's one of those things. And I talk about different examples in this. Again, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to dive in because it takes away from the book. But, um, and then I talk about, you know, instead of dealing with, 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 with um, I talk about different examples of stress. And I talk about how we mute it, right? And I talk about how when we mute that, right? You ever have a bad day and you're like, I need a drink, right? I've had a bad day. I need to go smoke up. I had a bad day and I need a drug. I need something, right? Give me my Prozac. Give me my whatever. I had a bad day. I have so much anxiety. I need a pill, right? Who hasn't been there? And it's one of those things where, well, what if we can just stop resisting and avoiding that feeling and go into it? Now, someone may say, well, what if they aren't ready? Well, some people may not be ready and that's okay. You know, it's your path, right? It's your healing journey, that's the beauty of the process of life. But it's one of those things that, you know, when you, when you take these painkillers or you take these antidepressants, which I'm not a fan of at all, or these antipsychotics, you know, or these anti-anxiety meds, it's one of those things that you're avoiding the pain. And what it will do is it will literally, um, you're creating massive resistance and you're never going to face that dark or you, you may not face the dark ever. And it's because you're using something to avoid. You're trying to numb and avoid. And that's resistance massively by all means. And I think that's why these kiddos who are put on these drugs, because if you look at all the shootings that happen in, in, in the United States, um, I have not seen a case yet where those kids haven't been on those drugs. Now, I can come from a neurological perspective and explain why, but at the same token, not about the drug side, but why those things can happen and how the probability rises more and more. But I think the more resistance we're creating, the more the potential of having those things where you have these big blowups. And so I talk again about some stories, um, but I talk about how you, if you blame somebody else, right? When it comes to something in life, you're resistant, you're not resist, you're not being truth to what you have to deal with. As an entrepreneur, as a leader, um, you, you have to go into the dark a lot. Um, you have no choice. Unless you're, you want to be successful, you're going to have to go into the dark. You have to face a lot of things that you face in life. I think that's why a lot of people don't become business in the, like entrepreneurs. Um, because you're being an entrepreneur, you're, you're really who, how you face things with your personal life is what's going to really affect you in your, your, your reality. And I, I really believe because like for me, you know, owning a couple of businesses, 
the greatest growth I ever had in my entire life is through my businesses. It has challenged me in ways I could never imagine. It's put me in dark moments just as much as positive moments. And it's given me the life I have, which I'm very grateful for. And I've created teams, which I'm very grateful to have. Um, but at the same token, there's a lot that I have to go through to create that and have that. There's a lot of struggles. There's a lot of turmoil. There's a lot of ups and downs. There's a lot of added stress, but it's the thing of life that it helps what it teaches me. And when the things aren't going the way as I plan, like this year, I wanted the double. We didn't even do that. And it's one of those things where I'm like, that's okay. You know, what can I learn from all this? How can we grow for next year? How can I be in a certain place? And it's, it's how can I get my reach out there more? And it's one of those things um, that can truly be at that level and that, that aspect when it comes to stuff. So as we continue going on, I guess this is a long chapter, guys. Um, and I talk about resistance and it's like shaking up a carbonated beverage. And I go through some examples and I talk about the school shootings. I definitely get into that, like I said earlier. Um, and then I start talking about how this works. And as I shared with you guys, I'm talking about I'm living proof. And like I said, I've studied over 100 successful people's life. And I'm talking about the ones that we call the greats of the greats. I, again, I didn't grow up with, I didn't have mentors growing up. I mean, I had mentors, but I didn't have people who can teach me things to get me to the level I wanted to get to. Um, there wasn't many. Um, and so, you know, I, I, I just, I was not going to create an excuse and say, well, I didn't have anybody. I didn't have those opportunities. I have someone to walk and take my hand and teach me business or have someone take my hand and teach me you know, how to be X, Y, Z. So I would eventually, I would start studying very successful people and I wanted to know what they did. And, 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 and this truth that I share resides in all of them and, and, and be about being successful. Um, as you practice, things get easier. As you go and get comfortable, as you get comfortable being uncomfortable, that gets easier to be. And I started to learn that these greats didn't have things figured out. They weren't the 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 gurus that I thought they were, because I, I always thought these guys were just special or these women were just special individuals that I wasn't like them. And I don't know if I would ever aspire to them. And now my whole conversation is different. My conversation is like when I meet somebody who's like, you know, maybe they're famous or something like that. I'm not like, oh, my God, it's so cool. I'm meeting somebody. No, because that that just means that there's someone better than me and I don't value me. I see them just as me. I don't see them any different. Yeah, they may have a gazillion dollars more than me. Yeah, they may live X, Y, Z and they have all these other stuff. But that doesn't change me who who I am and the value of who I am. I see them as another individual and it's kind of interesting in how things, how I see it in that perspective. And I talk about Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, Mike Dell, Richard Branson, Donald, Donald Trump. I know some don't like him, um, but he, he's a billionaire regardless, but it, just these individuals. And I shared Henry Ford. I went into, you know, Dale Carnegie, uh, the Rockefellers. I went into um, so many different individuals, the study of why and how Oprah, her story, you know, other people, and I wanted to know. So I started eating. I learned that, you know, and I talk about here's some too, right? Do they have darkness? Do they face darkness? Does Warren Buffett have darkness? Of course. He still has financial issues. He still has financial aspects, but it's in a different way. Does Donald Trump do many other billionaires? They do. It's just different, but they do. You know, you may say, oh, no, they got billionaires. They can cover. They have no problems. Bullshit. That's bullshit. Get over that stuff. They have troubles too, just as much as you do. It's just different. You know, just because, you know, if you're struggling paycheck to paycheck, they're making financial decisions that can cost them billions of dollars. And if it flops, they're screwed and they do fail. 
sometimes. So it's those things that happen too. And I get into this whole process and I talk about all this and I get into that for a little bit. Um, and like I said, I, I again, got to read the book, but I'm going to cut through a few pages here. Um, and then I say, I, I start to share, this is why the dark will always show up. And the more you ignore it, the harder it will show up until you take time to be present, to open your arms to the dark and embrace every moment. You have first to have to shift your perspective of it. I said, the first law to embrace is everything happens through me, not to me. Stop being a victim. Everything happens through you. Take responsibility first. Um, and I say, everything happens for a reason. Every single thing happens for a reason. If you don't believe me, you're not taking time to reflect. You're not taking time to look deeper into things that are happening in your life. I can tell you, when I was writing this book, I've made for the 30, now it's 36 times around the sun. I know for a fact that everything happens for a reason. I know from a quantum physics level, everything happens for a reason. I know from a vibrational, everything happens for a reason. I know from an alignment perspective and from a spiritual perspective, from a soul perspective, everything's perspective, everything happens for a reason. Nothing, and I mean nothing, is left of a chance. Everything happens for a reason. So when you see someone who was like, oh, my God, they had that lucky deal. And now they became this billionaire. Bullshit. It wasn't luck. They did work consistently behind scenes and prepared for years before it happened. Right. I love when I hear a story of somebody who was crafting their art for 20 years and never gave up. Crafting their art for 20 years. I think it was a comedian, if I'm not mistaken. It took them 20, I can't remember who a comedian is. So if you guys know, shoot a comment for me on here and let me know. But it was a comedian who worked for 20 years, barely making ends meet. 20 years. I look at that and I'm like, how the heck? Good for you. I don't even know how you did that. I would have gave up. Me personally, if it was like 10 years, I'm out. And But 20 years. But guess what happened? All of a sudden, his luck came, right? His luck, as we like to say. And I was, and I love, I forget, man, I got to go look who this is. I can't remember who it is. Um, this is not in my book. That's why I'm like, who the heck is this person? But what I learned is that um, he prepped for 20 years to be put, that prepared him for the massive success of what he was going to have. And you can look at the Beatles. You can look at all these individuals. The Beatles, they played five hours. I think it was five, uh, five days a week, six days a week for free for, I forgot how many years. And then all of a sudden they became who they are because that prepped them to be there. And that's the beauty of, of the work that I talk about, because it really is all about that. So we get into all that. I can dive deeper in, but this is what I kind of talk about. And, um, and I share some ancient wisdom here. And one of them is, is this quick little story. It's nothing too long. And I thought this is great. And I want to share this in the podcast. And I was reading a story about a couple when I'm reading straight from the book who had one another for, they've been together for 50 years and the husband was dying of an illness. And as he was lying on his bed, he told his wife, I don't have much time left. Please come close to me. I want to share this with you. And he went on to say, no matter what, each morning, as long as you can get your head off your pillow every morning, you have all that you would ever need for that day. After he shared that message, he crossed over the veil. And I share the point of the story is that I truly appreciate it is you all you have that you everything you have that you need every single morning, you, are, you have all that you need every single morning. If you have all that you need to grow experience and expand and evolve. Every day is a new day. I was sharing a uh, thing with a patient. I said, uh, I go, how many lives do you live? How many, how many lives? No, how many lives do you have? 
And um, how many, I forget the question. It's not that. How many, uh, you can tell it's fresh in my mind. Um, how many lives, lives, live? Yeah, how many, how many days do you live? No, how many lives do you live? Something like that. But anyhow, how many lives do you get? That's what it is. And um, you'll think, well, some depends on your belief systems or believe where you're at. You know, if you're a Catholic Christian, you think it's one life and you're done. I think a lot of other fall into that too. Um, but some of them may not see that. But a lot of times people say you have one life um, and that's it. Or this is your one lifetime, but you have many lifetimes. And I said, no, you, you die once you live every day. Every day is another life, another day, another experience. It's another beginning. And that's what people don't realize. Every day is a whole new experience. It's a whole new process. You know, life isn't about finding yourself. Life is about creating yourself. George Bernard Shaw, right? It's all about creating who you are. And I definitely believe if we can change our consciousness from this perspective alone, we could change an extensive list of mental illnesses we experience from everything I'm sharing here. And I share about it through the neurology and everything from that level. And I share, you know, life has no meaning in itself, but it's an, it's, it, but it's a, life has no meaning in itself, but it, it is itself an opportunity to make it meaningful. Pima Yang Chen, right? So I share some stuff in here and I'm not, unfortunately guys, if you're listening to the podcast and you're like, what the heck? He's not sharing some of the good stuff. Like right here, I have some things that I share, uh, some affirmations, some things to embrace and how to really help you find your light. But again, you got to read the book for that. I can't give you all the nuggets of the book. But I share one thing I'll leave you guys with uh, that I, I finalize this chapter with. And it's a quote that really means life to me. It really sums up the book. It really sums up a lot of things. And that is, it's a quote that states, and I'll say who it is at the end, but I'll, I'll quote here. Remember this one quote that is a quote I truly believe is the meaning of achieving a fulfilled, inspired, and empowered life. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place. And I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you can hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, then go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers and saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that. And that ain't you. You're better than that. And then it goes on to say, I'm always going to love you no matter what. No matter what happens, you're my son and you're my blood. You're the best thing in my life. But until you start believing yourself, you ain't going to have a life. Sylvester Stallone from Rocky Balboa. Now, I want you to think this is coming from God, your mom, your dad. This has come from the universe. It's, it's wisdom. And I share it right after the paragraph saying, imagine God saying this to you. Imagine Allah, the universe, prime creator, prime director. If you don't face the dark and willing to take the hits, go into it and willing to take the hits, you won't ever get to that level. It's, it's the rule of life. And it's a way things go and you can't avoid it. So when it comes to your life, when it comes to the resistance, pay attention to it. And one of the things you can learn from resistance is that it will show up because your emotions get pent up very quickly. You'll start to, if you get really aware, you'll contract, like your whole body will like contract in. And it may not physically, but you'll feel it energetically. And that's usually a sign that you're resisting. And I share just a couple paragraphs left after that to help put it all together for you. Um, but that's pretty much the summing of the chapter. And it's one of those things where you really, really, 
you got to take the hits in order to thrive in life. And I really believe that quote, when I watched that movie, when I heard that quote, it just made me tear up like crazy because when I first heard it, because I was like, wow, here is something that is so beautifully said. And yet it is what I truly believe the meaning of life. And you could say, well, there's other things too. And you don't have to make your seem like you have to fight though. It's not that you have to fight. The whole taking a hit just means you're going to have it. But when think about it, like if you take a hit, you get all resistance and you tighten up instead of going, I'm going to take this, I'm going to absorb that energy and I'm going to see what I can learn from that energy. It's just a different in perspective. So that's all I got. If you haven't got the book, get a free copy. Notes are below uh, in the show notes. You can go ahead and grab a free copy. Like I said, I will ship it to you, autograph it to you, you know, and you just, you're just covering my costs for everything. Um, as always, I appreciate you. If you like the podcast and you've been listening, please send a, like a share a review on iTunes or something. It really gets it out there, really showcases it uh, to let other people reach out, get connected to this podcast to really help continue this message, this movement, this conscious awareness of what we're doing and how we're growing and how we're expanding and the reach we're trying to create. So I want to thank you. I appreciate you. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling. Thank you for listening to the podcast. For past shows, please visit www.empoweryourreality.com. I hope this show inspired you and added to your life to help you on the journey to rediscover who you really are. To connect with us on Facebook, please visit www.facebook.com forward slash Dr. Vic Manzo. Check us out on Twitter. The handle is Dr. Vic 21. Follow us on Instagram, www.instagram.com forward slash Dr. Vic Manzo. If you were inspired by the podcast, pay it forward by sharing it with someone who you know can benefit from it. Thank you again for listening to the Mindful Experiment podcast, sharing paths to help you rediscover your infinite potential. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing it with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling.